Hello there, good morning and welcome to the WP Builds newsletter. This is newsletter number 19 and it's covering the week commencing the 25th of June 2018. Just a couple of things to say before we start. If you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you can find our deals page and we've got coupon codes over there for Toolset, MainWP, Block Party, Malcare, and blog vault amongst other things so you might be able to save yourself a few pounds if you get those deals also if you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe you can subscribe to every conceivable way of getting this podcast anyway 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 enough of that let's get on with this week's wordpress news the first item to mention is something that's been mentioned all over the place already and i'm taking this from the studiopress.blog website and it is the fact that Studio Press has been acquired by WP Engine. Now, this might not be fresh news to you, but it happened during the last week. Um, they, I think the feeling is in the community that on the whole, this is going to be a good thing. Certainly, um, the guys over at Studio Press have been working hard on their platform for ages, and they just want to take it to the next level. And actually, if we were to go over to the second news item, which is entirely related to it, this is on the talk io website they've got an article talking about the fact that they believe that this consolidation which is in my opinion going to happen more and more in the wordpress community that these these consolidations are actually healthy it's a good thing um, that these two giants really one of themes and one of hosting have joined together to make uh, a stronger offering so there we go yeah two articles about exactly the same topic um, go and read them check out what you what you think about it the next one is all about the fact that Google Analytics dashboard for WordPress, which is a plugin which enables you to show your Google Analytics data in your dashboard, has actually been acquired by the, the same people behind WP Beginner, Optin, Monster, WP Forms, and a whole variety of other plugins. Not a lot more to say about that, really. It appears that they're going to carry on and just have the service as normal, but maybe it's going to offer things like... Um, some sort of analytics data um, into opt-in monster or something like that i don't really know but anyway it's been acquired so there's two acquisitions this week which is which is rather more than we get in a normal week okay the next item is all about the fact that in Guten, gutenberg 3.1 we now um, have the introduction of tips so little tool tips where you can scroll your mouse over sorry roll your mouse over a particular area um, and it will offer you some information about what exactly that menu item does. The reason for this, I think, is because of the stuff that we mentioned last week, the fact that people like Tenop had done some usability testing on Gutenberg and found that people actually found things quite hard to do, um, which is, I guess, normal with non-technical users. They're going to struggle with this kind of thing. And so they've put these little tooltips in so that you can hover your mouse over things and actually actually learn exactly what each uh, menu item does so personally i think this is a good thing they don't occupy much space they're ever so small so there we go okay the next item comes from woocommerce and honestly in all honesty in the days when i was doing magento websites american tax just freaked me out um, in the uk and in europe we have a simple tax that you add to everything and it's a at this at this point in the in the UK it's 20% and it's that's it it's dead simple but i understand that the the taxation system 
in the United States is much more complicated on a state-by-state -state basis. And it's also got a little bit more complicated because we've just had the introduction of kind of like an, an internet tax. So WooCommerce have put together an article explaining how you can kind of try to achieve the taxation regime that you need on your WooCommerce store just by clicking um, a few buttons. I Like I say, the whole thing um, is beyond me in all honesty, but I would encourage you to click on the link uh, related to this WooCommerce.com post so that you can see what that is all about. Okay, the next item is actually an interesting one. It's from the WP.com. Uh, sorry, WPMUDev.org website, and it's entitled, What Does the Future Hold for WordPress? Really, it's a summation of things that have been going on over the last couple of years. The REST API, which everybody was talking about for absolutely ages, and now seems to have sort of gone into the background a little bit, replaced by nothing but Gutenberg news. And it's a summation of what these two tools are going to allow us to do now and in the future. It breaks it down into how users might um, interact with these things, how developers might interact with these things, and how the community at large might interact with these things. And, and it makes some interesting points. And frankly, there's well nothing really to be scared of. But I liked it, so I'm including it in this, in this particular uh, news item. Right, the next one is coming from maxgaleria.com. And it's to say that, um, yeah, it, it's a Beaver Builder related article. And it's about the fact that when you're trying to use media, you've just got the, the media area in WordPress. And, and it can be very, very difficult to, um, to find the media that you want, especially if you're looking for something a little bit older. So they've got a plugin called Media Library Folders Pro. I'm guessing it's a paid for plugin. But I just like the idea because now in Beaver Builder, you can see a folder structure to where all your media is. And that can be something entirely arbitrary. So you could, for example, name folders by date um, and by month. And in that way, you can actually track things down. A lot of my clients want to uh, delete data. So, for example, a real estate client might want to delete data from um, houses that have already sold, and tracking that stuff down can be quite hard. And in this way, you could arbitrarily give folders the names of properties, for example, and, and delete it as you go. I just think it's a nice little tutorial, especially uh, if you're a Beaver Builder user. No doubt it could be used with other platforms as well, but it's definitely couched in terms of uh, Beaver Builder. Okay, the next one is also uh, Gutenberg related, and this is, I just think this is really cool. It's called the Drop It plugin, and it allows you, if you're using Gutenberg, to get immediately images off Unsplash if you want to put them in your posts and pages. So we've all been there, we've gone, you know, we've got a post and we want to create a featured image uh, or put something in the post itself. Uh, we struggle, we go and find it on Unsplash, take it into Photoshop, crop it down, and so on and so forth. Well, this adds that integration directly into Gutenberg. You click on a little icon, you type in the name of, or rather the search query that you're looking for, and then you just simply insert the image. Really nice feature, adds a lot of power to Gutenberg, I think. So, um, yeah, I think I'll be looking into that going forwards. Okay, this one comes from the wordfence.com website, and it's about the fact that over the last... Um, few years, many, many versions of WordPress have had um, an arbitrary file deletion deletion flaw present in WordPress core. Now, it's mitigated slightly by the fact that you're, the person who can exploit this flaw needs to have an author user role, so it's not quite as bad as you might have thought. But what they can do is they can enter, they can upload uh, an image, and then if they um, craft a particular 
um, piece of code in the correct way, they'll be able to delete things. So they'll be able to delete, in this case, they if they did things correctly and they weren't savvy enough, they could simply delete the wp-config.php file, which have then, of course, as we all know, would um, trick WordPress into thinking that this was um, a vanilla install and needed to be set up. And from that point on, really, they've completely got hold of your website. Um, WordFence, the pro version, have already mitigated against this. No doubt the other security plugins will follow suit, but uh, worth worth a read. It's very, very short. It's only about a couple of hundred words, but it explains um, how it works and what to be careful of. So, yeah, okay, there we go. Quite an interesting one. Um, the next one, final WordPress one, is all about Yoast SEO 7.7. Uh, they've got a new snippet editor and a better snipping variables. Uh, just really, it's a minor tweak. It allows you to um, use the snippets um, in Yoast SEO plugin. Um, to, just that makes things a little bit more straightforward to do. And instead of having the peculiar looking sort of percent percent and then whatever the variable was, now they've got these a little lozenge button so it basically makes it obvious that okay the seo title is going to be title page number separator site title or something like that and it just makes it more visual quite like it um, minor minor thing but if you're using yoast seo it just makes life a little bit easier especially for clients where uh, that kind of stuff would be really difficult to understand Okay, moving on to non-WordPress news now. The first one is from mxb.at. I didn't even know that was a domain extension, but there you go. It's called The Layouts of Tomorrow, and it's all about CSS grid and about... Uh, really, it's, it is about that, but I just love the designs that he's showing. He's showing us um, futuristic designs, if you like, that he's spied over the internet and how they've been done with CSS Grid. I've not really played with CSS Grid too much, and it's something that I need to get into, obviously, just to keep up to date. But I just love what he's showing, and he, he offers some sort of code snippets for how you achieve various things. It's a long time since I've looked at a CSS article, um, and I'm, I'm loving it. I've really enjoyed just sort of plowing through it and, and trying to understand some other bits and pieces. The next one... We all probably are um, using Linux in some way, shape, or form, perhaps on our servers um, and what have you, maybe even on your desktop, I don't know. But they require, obviously it's an open source uh, software project, uh, but they have this week achieved two new platinum level sponsors, one from a company called Tencent and another one from a company called Google that you may have heard of. And Google have joined this platinum level along with Tencent which means that they'll be contributing $500,000 a year so basically the Linux Foundation has just got richer to the tune of $1 million a year and because it's an open source software project that's all to the good that's stuff that they can roll in and make Linux better going forwards so your servers which is probably where you're using it can get better as well um, Okay, great. Another piece of Google news. Very, very slight, minor thing, but if you're a user of Google Calendar, they have just uh, created an out-of-office mode. Um, it allows you to achieve things like, you just set things to this out-of-office mode. You can, you know, drag a whole week um, with Google Calendar and say, out-of-office, this is your status, and Google will then decline any appointments um, on that particular time. It's sort of, I've got ways that I get over this problem and have always got over this problem, but it seems like this is the way that Google wants us to do it from now on and probably the way that I shall be doing it. 
Right, the last one, another piece of Google news, three in a row. This is the fact that Google have created something called AppMaker. I think it's been around for a while, but the, the link that I'm providing today is for a YouTube video where it shows some of the cool things that you can do with AppMaker. Imagine gravity forms on massive amounts of steroids. Basically allows you to create fields which can then be thrown towards a database and wrangled in certain ways and, and it looks really, really powerful. If you've got a few hours lying around this week, it might be something that would um, suck that time beautifully. So there you go. That's this week's WordPress news, number 19. I thank you for listening once again. I hope you have a wonderful week and uh, I hope to see you on the podcast on Thursday. Thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye for now.